This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. to First Strike here on Visa. And I'm your host, Dave Ross. For the next hour, we're going to break down a pretty intriguing main event that the UFC is back. Nasruddin Imavov against Roman Delice in a very intriguing middleweight bout. And over the course of the next hour, standing by, the one and only Lou Finicaro is going to join me along with... Uh, we're going to have Reed Kuhn, Zaid Hussein, and Jordan Sherwood joining us on the program today. But without further ado, let's go out to the great state of Arizona. Catch up with a man that you can follow on X as I do at Gamlu, the host of the Bout Business Podcast. Lou Finicaro, I know we got the Super Bowl. We've had football. UFC's been sporadic to begin 2024, but now we start to hit our rhythm. As a capper, Lou, is this the most exciting time of the year? Because you know we got a bunch of events coming up over the next couple months. Uh, first of all, Dave, thanks so much for having me on. And yes, it's great to be back. And yes, it is an exciting time of the year. Not only do we get a string of events in the UFC that'll take us into mid-April, but as well, we're not impeded by the monster in the room, the elephant that is the NFL. And so I believe we'll start to see a little more volatility and some movement in these fight lines, maybe not necessarily this week, but as we uh, approach the, uh, the great month of February and into March. You know, when I look at this main event this week, and it does feel like in the middleweight division, these are two guys that have maybe visions of grandeur here. And so now they get him in a main event, potentially five rounds for this main event with Delice against Imavov. And we're seeing, right, Delice is plus forty as a dog. It feels like they're kind of looking to a mirror, 6'2", 6'3". You see 76, 75 inches here. So very, very close. And obviously at the 185-pound limit. Is Delice too big a dog for you or, or not big enough uh, in this instance? Nothing trips my trigger more than getting a Russian 
now fighting in Paris, France, <laughs> to face off against a Georgian Russian from the Ukraine that's a baker. I mean, yeah, <laughs> physically, these guys are similar. Uh, fight style, maybe not as similar. While Imavov does have some grappling, he's primarily a, a boxer that wants room, space, and distance as I handicap him. Meanwhile, the Dolidze side, he's a little bit more willing to grapple. He has tremendous pedigree, mm -hmm. and he's a world-class grappler, maybe not as equipped on the feet as is Imabov. Uh, Dolidze coming off a loss to Vittori, which there's no shame in that. The issue for Dolidze, in my opinion, is that this is his first main event, first five-round experience at 35, the 27-year-old Imovov was painted like a fence by Strickland in his five-round event. So does Imovov, who has been traditionally a little shy on gas, have the advantage that he's been in five rounds already? And how, how does that affect uh, Dolidze in a five-round fight? I'm fascinated by this fight. And I would tell you that I have a strong feel that this fight does go for a while. Ooh. I do like the over, but I, I, I gotta tell you, I am totally intrigued and perplexed by the side and can't shed anything of value, I think, at this point in the week on that side. I see it as a really close fascinating fight. You know, that's interesting too, what you said about the total. You see right now it is juiced to the over here. Again, potential five round for the main event at minus $1.60. What intrigues me, Lou, is you've got this thread. You can kind of thread the needle here. The over is minus $1.62.5. The fight just to go the distance without picking a winner. Solid plus money. Plus $1.85. Now that's still two and a half extra rounds if you don't think we're going to get a finish. You mentioned Imavov here that sometimes maybe the gas tank, even though he's the younger fighter, do you think it's got the propensity to hit the cards? Do you think we could get a late stoppage and kind of the numbers would lead you to that over two and a half rounds? You know, Imavov has not been stopped even in the Strickland fight. Now we see Strickland just recently, he works behind a jab. There's not an excessive amount of power there, but Delize is a different animal. I think that he gains tremendous credibility surviving three with Vittori and any kind of finish speculation, I think leads me to believe that it will be Delize doing the finishing myself. Now, this is a apex event, a smaller cage. And I think that favors, again, the Dolidze side who wants to get in there and make it a slow dance uh, at the high school prom as opposed to Imavov that's going to want to stand at distance and try and be a bullfighter uh, to the charging incoming beast. I want to stay on the main card here with, with a fighter, I think, in 2022-2023 that certainly has opened up some eyes. Only 2-0 in the UFC, but Ali Askab Kizriev is going to be in there against Mahmoud Muradov. And right now you're seeing Kizriev here, minus $1.62. He wins a fight. He, he calls out Michael Bisping, who's calling the fight. Cage side feels like a bit of a wild man in there. And Kizriev right now up to $1.70 here in also the middleweight division. What do you make of his prospects? And, you know, sometimes you get these smaller cards, right, at UFC Apex, as you mentioned. 14-0, and 0, I'm not saying future champion here, but does Kizriev really have the goods? Or maybe a little bit too much, uh, too soon to be this big a favorite and gets Murata? 
I think that's uh, what this fight is going to answer, Dave. Uh, uh, Kizriev uh, hasn't really not been that active but through no fault of his own. He, he hasn't fought in, what, a couple of years mm -hmm. now. And he's jumping in there against Muradov, who's had better than a handful of UFC fights. And to me, the key to this, Kizriev makes no qualms about what he wants to do. He's going to take your back and take your neck. That, <laughs> now, against Dennis Tuilin, in his uh, debut fight, he had no problem doing that. But Dennis Tuilin is not of the anywhere near the ilk of Muradov. And to, the key to the fight for me is that Muradov fought Chao Baraljo, mm. the famous uh, Brazilian <laughs> submission specialist, who I believe is levels above Kizriev. That's just my own opinion. That fight went to a three-round decision. And for that reason, I think this over-under one-and-a-half, in my opinion, is mispriced. I think this is a two-and-a-half-round fight. I don't think Muradov is getting his due, and I don't think that Kizriev can dispatch of him inside one-and-a-half. Now, I know that's strong juice, minus 200 to the over, uh, but there's ways to turn that minus 200 by using another fight we may talk about later in this segment into a profitable parlay position. I think that uh, Muradov is too durable to have Kizriev run right through him. You know, like in the main event where it's two and a half and you can get solid plus money if it hits the cards and goes all five, you can turn that minus $2 here into plus $1.35 without picking a winner if you think this does go all 15 minutes. With that handicap and the respect that you have for, for Muradov here, do you think there's the propensity here that Kizriev can't get him out and this thing does hit the cards and that plus money might be in play? Absolutely. He went he went three full with Baralho. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's a major <laughs> thing. This Baralho, I believe, is a guy that we can fast track to the top three or four in the division. Uh, Kizriev's got a little more to prove to me. Let's stay on the main card here in a very intriguing fight in the co-main event. And that's Drew Dober coming in now as a dog against Renato Moicano here. And we understand Moicano feels like he's got more ways potentially to win the fight. But Dober is all action all the time. Moicano is too. This has got fight of the night written all over it as, as co-main event here. Uh, two guys starting to get up there in age a little bit, 34, 35. Do they want to go all 15? Do you think we're going to get rock'em, sock'em robots and somebody's going out? Well, I think on the Moicano side, it isn't rock'em, sock'em robots because <laughs> he can be a little bit fragile in the face, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and at 55, he's fared way better than when he was cutting all the weight to 45. That said, he wants to get out there and submit his foes. Dober, on first glance, is a guy that when he loses has been submitted. But let's peel the onion back a little bit here. Who's submitted him? Dariush, mm. Makachev, Aben Saint Marie, uh, Mercier, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, th there's no shame in being subbed by those world class fighters. So to me, uh, I, I lean Dober here. I, I, I don't think Moicano is going to, if he does, he better do it in the first round while they're dry because if this fight hits the second round. I see Dober piecing this guy up. I, I like Dober in this spot. Yeah, to your point, Moicano, uh, eight to one, KOTKRDQ, sub two to one here. Total for one and a half for a potential three round fight is just to the under. 
at minus dollar twenty five. Is that respect also for the uh, Drew Dober power? You see the KOT KRDQ prop, which is almost the same as getting him at the plus money, plus a dollar seventy. So there's not a lot of belief in win by decision for Dobo uh, Dober rather is plus six fifty. So, Lou, the numbers are indicating, at least the, the odds makers out here in Vegas and beyond, do not believe Dober can win a decision. He's got to win via KL. I think that's how it sets up. You know, for the guys that like to play both sides of a fight, which is not me, you know, you take uh, Moicano sub and Dober inside the distance, both at plus money and hope for the best. But when I do that, I can almost guarantee everyone watching and listening that it would go to decision. <laughs> so that's why I don't get cute like that. Let me get uh, one other fight in there very quickly here. Luriana, uh, Luriana Carolina against Juliana Stoliarenko. And Stoliarenko here, this is on the, uh, the prelims here. We see that Stoliarenko, small favorite in this one. Do you have a lean towards Juliana or do you think Carolina's live here as a small dog? Yeah, I, I think Carolina's in trouble here. I mm. like how mean Stoliarenko is. I'm willing to release her right now, minus 125 or 130. Check out the sneak tape as well. And also, do not forget, give a listen to the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, appreciate it as always, my friend. Cash some tickets. We'll see you next week. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for the Super Bowl? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. You can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com slash splits let's go out to the great city of chicago to catch up with jordan sherwood you can follow jordan as i do at wood on espn 1000 on x the host of the unnamed mma podcast jordan how is chicago because it's 70 degrees in vegas what do you guys got out there is it snowing yet no no from a weather standpoint we're good we got like 45 degrees which we'll take because it was negative 40 (laughs) or 45 like two weeks ago but we really don't care about the weather. We've got baseball starting up oh. in 24 days. We've got a, a, a number one pick to figure out what we're doing for, with our football team. Uh, the Bulls are going to make a bunch of trades, likely. So things, no one really cares anymore about the weather. Let's get on with our with our sports fandom and figure out what our team's going to do. Uh, you guys got a lot of decisions to make there in the great city of Chicago coming up, certainly before we get to April. Uh, we got some decisions in this main card, and certainly the main event is very interesting with uh, Imavov against Delice here, and Roman we see is a small dog at plus forty against Nasruddin. It does feel like this is one of those fights, Jordan, that you go, all right, in the middleweight division, if you want to make a name for yourself, here you go. It's Apex. It's it's your show. It's potentially five rounds. Which person is going to get their arm raised and make that step possibly towards a title shot in the middleweight division? Yeah, well, I think it's also important for both guys because they're technically coming off of losses. I mean, obviously, you know, Imabov's last fight was a no contest mm-hmm. because of the accidental clash of heads with Chris Curtis. But, like, yeah, they need to bounce back. Uh, Delize with his loss to Marvin Vittori. And I think the, the age-old question is going to be answered. Like, who's going to establish uh, what they want to do in this fight? Is, is Imabov going to be utilizing his, his kickboxing acumen his distance, his timing, what he's learning and, and training every single day with Cyril Ghosn, uh, and establishing that and, and not fall victim to what we've seen happen to him, which is some cardio issues. And mm. that'll be very curious, Dave, because, you know, this is a five-round fight. It's not a three-round fight. And we saw him kind of fall off the, the wagon, if you will, on the five rounds against Sean Strickland. And with Delize, does he come out and get that forward pressure going? Because he is an in-your-face fighter, to do takedowns, dirty things up with some dirty boxing. Uh, and, and look, even though he was kind of humbled a little bit his last time out against Marvin Vittoria, I'm kind of siding on that. I, I'm believing in that he's not going to, Roman Delize is not going to be threatened by the kickboxing mm. and, the, and, the, and, and the, you know, the peppering away that we're going to probably see from Imov. And I think over time, Delize's cardio is going to be a factor 
and we're going to see it take shape in, in you know middle of round two and the round three, and then obviously if we go there, the championship round. Yeah, it's so funny because you and I were texting uh, before the DDP and Sean Strickland fight, and you're like, why do you like Sean Strickland? And my one-word answer was cardio, and it didn't bear out, obviously, in that very close five-round fight. But cardio, I'm with you. I'm normally on the side of the cardio guys in fights that we think are going to go longer into the night. This total is set at two and a half. Juice to the over, minus dollar 60. Look at the price just to hit the cards. Do you think Delite gets a late finish, or does he ride it out on the cards? You get plus 525 Delite via decision without picking a winner. You get plus $1.85. Is this fight hitting the cards? Yeah, I, I think it likely could. You know, unlike what we talked about with, with Duplessis and, and Strickland, Duplessis like, was a finisher. You know, yeah. I think we were all shocked that it went five rounds and he got the nod on the judges' scorecards. But, you know, even though Delite does have some finishes on, under his resume, I think it's more likely that he's ta- he's taking this fight to the ground, controlling Imabov. You know, again, the advantage early on for Nasruddin is going to be on the feet. So this this Roman weather that early storm, even though it's not like a storm stylistically, it's just you know getting him, dragging him into those later rounds. And I agree with you. Delizze and the cardio is going to be a key factor for me if I'm playing the main event. Yeah, constant pressure coming from Delizze. So we'll see how that plays out in the main event. In the co-main event, I don't think we're expecting necessarily this one to hit the cards whenever you get a Drew Dober fight. Uh, Renato Moicano right now, Moicano minus $1.80. Come back and Dober is plus $1.50. Uh, again, we understand Moicano loved it. this fight to hit the ground. Dober liked to keep it standing. Is it that simple a handicap that whichever guy can do just that is probably going to be victorious? Well, I mean, I think obviously, yeah, on paper, Moicano is going to want to take this fight to the ground. He doesn't want to mess around with that power and that finishing ability that that Drew Dober has. And look, we've seen Moicano. He got knocked out by the Korean zombie. He got knocked out, uh, you know, a a few times in in, in his career against Fazeev. And in those knockouts, like, it was so fast the knockout, but so slow, like, developing. Like, you know, it was like slow down the speed up. Like, if you watch those knockouts again, it's like, Mikano's chin is just way up in the air asking to be touched. Mm. And you obviously can't do that against a guy like Drew Dober. Uh, Mikano, obviously, you just said, he's got the advantage on the ground. He gets it to the ground. He's going to hunt for submissions or, or a TKO. Um, Dober's been in there with, with better submission artists and, and, and done fairly well. Um, but I think both guys' finishing abilities, that's the side I want to be on initially. Uh, I'd lean Moicano. I think he's looked good at 155. I do worry about his 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 other career. Like he's become a YouTuber. Uh, he's become a great follow on social media. And I love <laughs> a good follow on social media. But like, is he seeing light at the end of the tunnel that maybe there's something else after his career uh, is done? So you, you worry about that and you can't mess around with a guy who gets screwed over. So what I'm getting at, Dave, both guys finishing ability. I'm, I'm going to play the under in this fight for sure. I'm comfortable even at that one and a half number. Um, and if I have to pick a side, I'm picking Moicano. I think he's just more well-rounded, more ways to win. Because I could see him getting a knockout of, of Drew Dober as well. You know, one of the my favorite nicknames is on this card. The King of Kung Fu is back in there and Muslim Salikov against the rude boy, Randy Brown. Finally, a matchup of fantastic nicknames here. Uh, the rude boy is a solid favorite against Salikov, uh, who's plus 205. How, if the rude boy gets it done, does he get it done? Yeah, I mean, utilizing his, his youth, utilizing his reach. Uh, and, and slowing Solikov down. Even though I don't think Solikov's like a like a fast starter or a fast fighter, he's had issues with cardio. He's had issues with guys with with length and and, and could you know stay mm-hmm. out of his arsenal of strikes. 
I think Randy Brown's going to pepper away at Salikoff and probably get a late finish. I'm hunting for some value, and Rude Boy doesn't have a lot of submissions under his resume, and, and Salikoff's only been submitted twice in his mixed martial arts career. But I could see kind of a, a late submission prop oh. coming into play, plus 450. I've seen it in some books. But I think Randy Brown's got to be a parlay stuffer for sure. I don't think he succumbs to a like a flying wheel kick or uh, some of the craziness that the king of Kung Fu is going to throw out there. Uh, look at that. Those prices right now on the rude boy to get it done by KO is five plus 525 sub plus 375 and win by decision plus a dollar 25. So not saying you want uh, certainly pick your poison here. But plus, you don't normally see plus money on a guy as big a favorite as Randy Brown is just to win the fight. So you've got multiple ways uh, to potentially play that. Would you play him just win by finish at plus 210 and take the guesswork out of it? Well, I, yeah, probably. I mean, again, like I said, he's not known as a submission artist. I was hunting for a little bit more value. Yeah. But I think also that, like, Rude Boy's not known as, like, a knockout artist. So he's going to have to, like, pepper away and, and take away – that reach advantage to get the finish. Like he's going to have to get into a phone booth, maybe get in the clinch where Salikov could, could maybe be a little bit more dangerous and not have to worry about, uh, you know, closing the distance and worrying about that reach. So uh, I, I'm fine if, if you think Randy Brown's going to win, but I look, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins by points as well. So Randy Brown, like I said, parlay stuffer. If you want to get some value, I think it'd be fun to play the submission, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't hate the uh, decision as well. I want to ask you about Charlie Radke, who's a dog against Gilbert Urbina here, and we're seeing Radke now about plus $1.70. Uh, I, I think you think we got a live dog scenario here. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. I think I think Radke showcased like he's got some solid wrestling, yeah. and you know, albeit it was uh, against a guy that's not really known for his wrestling prowess. But Urbina impressed, I think, in his last time out, but he slowed down a little bit. And I think if Radke can, can be smart, like he was against Blood Diamond, don't mess around on the feet, maybe work for some takedowns. He can go grapple for grapple with Urbina. And look, Urbina showcased some really solid um, wrestling in his UFC debut, uh, albeit outside of the Ultimate Fighter stuff that he did. So I think Radke is certainly live. I'm not worried about him on the feet. I think he's smart. He takes it around, dirties this fight up, and you know he would be a guy. Probably want to dive a little bit deeper into him, but I think you know here we're talking on Tuesday. Uh, he's worth a look. Uh, about 45 seconds to go. I want to ask you about Ljubljana Carolina against Julia Stoliarenka. And Stoliarenka, a small favorite against Ljubljana here. Uh, what do you make of, of Juliana in this favorites role? Yeah, I, look, I think she's got one way to win, and that's to get the fight to the ground and, and snatch an arm. Uh, and I think she's got, you know, look, she's got 15 minutes to do it. I think she can. Um, she's got some power. I don't think, you know, Carolina's uh, going to threaten her too much on the feet. And I, I think... If she gets this fight to the ground, I don't think Elena's getting up. So I'll, I'll put confidence in that. Flight money line play on Julija. Maybe win by submission. If you could find the arm bar, some civic, cool. get some more play there. Absolutely love it. Jordan, appreciate it as always, my friend. Again, check out the podcast, the unnamed MMA pod. When we come back and stay in the great city of Chicago, Zayn Hussein joins us next here on First Strike. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you have not done so already, what are you waiting for? Check out the new VEASAN.com. I think you know what we have up and ready for you right now. The Super Bowl. Getting fired up for it out here in Las Vegas. We've got early line movements. All of our experts chiming in each and every day with the best side total and prop bets. So check out the new VEASAN.com and check it out today. Let's go back to the great city of Chicago to catch up with our friend Zaid Hussein. You can follow Zaid as I do on X at Zaid underscore Hussein. Zaid, I know you're going to be out here uh, for Super Bowl week. Lots of things going on in the great city of Chicago. I know we turn the page now as we really look to the UFC for the next couple of weeks here. When you look at the main event and you look at Dimavov here against Delice and Nazardine is a solid favorite, minus $1.66 of the comeback on Delice is plus $1.40. What do you make of this main event? Because I do feel like these are guys that are close to possibly being in the title picture. I think somebody takes a big step with an impressive performance on Saturday out here in Vegas. Who do you think takes that next step? You know, for me, this is a fight that I think, while it's lying relatively close, I think it should be even closer to a pick You know, Delite is a very, very, very big fighter here in, in this spot. And, and he's almost, I would say, like a weight bully here. Um, 
Imamov has shown in the past that against guys like Sean Strickland, fighting in a five-round fight, where he kind of faded as, as the fight went on. I think Delite has the power advantage in this fight. I think he absolutely has advantage when it hits the ground as well. So overall, when you look at this fight, he can win in a variety of ways, you know, whether it's by submission or by knockout. And I think uh, Nasruddino over here is just going to have to really lay it on him for a variety of rounds between one and five to hopefully get it done. And I don't think he has a gas tank to do it. I think this fight should land a little closer. Yeah, you and I have been out to the Apex a number of times. And for those that don't know, I mean, it is tight quarters inside that Apex octagon here. That's got to favor a guy, a pressure fighter like uh, Delice, right? Because if Imavov wants to stay on the outside, Delice, constant pressure, smaller cage, might be able to get there. The total here is juiced to the over again, potential five-round fight at minus an hour 60. Does Delice get it done early or do you think he gets it done later? I think it could come, honestly, very early. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes late just because of the durability of uh, Imavov. But overall, when, when you look at this fight on paper, Delice should have more advantages here. I mean, especially if it hits the ground where he's just a technician on the ground. And I think if you could get him at this underdog price right now, you have to take it. So for me, this is a dog or pass fight, 100%. All right. So, again, staying on the side here, plus $1. forty here in the main event. Uh, for Roman Delice in the co-main event, Raikano Moicano uh, against Drew Dover. This potentially feels like it could be fight of the night here uh, with the fireworks we certainly normally get on the hands with Dover. And Moicano, we know, wants to try to finish this thing here. Uh, Renato right now is minus an hour 80. Is that properly priced to you or a little bit too steep as a fave? You know, I think it's about properly priced. When you look at Drew Dover, he's obviously one of the most exciting fighters in the division, but when he faces that upper echelon of the division, he really struggles. And you look at a guy, Moicano, who has four of his last five victories coming by rear naked choke. So it shows you how really good he is on the ground, finishing fights by submission. And then you look at the Dover side, who's had struggled finishing fights. You know, overall, he can't defend a, a submission. He's not really good at defending takedowns. If Moicano gets his back here, I think it could be a wrap very early. And I would rather play a Moicano submission than playing the money line of minus 180. So submission, you can get Moicano here, I believe, two to one to get him via sub. Look at the, the, the for the fight just to go the distance. And again, 15 minutes, but you mentioned the finishing potential here of both guys. The interesting thing to me is Dober is what? Plus $1.50 as, as a regular dog to win by KOTK or DQ. It's only plus $1.70. So the bookmakers are telling us here that Dober's got one pathway to victory. Is there multiple for Moicano? Because to win via decision, you can get plus 325 via sub, as you like here, Zaid, is plus $2. Are, are there two-way action there for Moicano? Is it just one way for both guys? You know, I think you hit it on the head with Dover being, you know, one-way action. But when you look at the Moicano side, he's also really, a really, really good counter-striker. So he could catch him on the way in. But I just think when you look at what he's done in the past, winning fight after fight by rear naked choke, it's a smaller cage, as you mentioned here in the apex. I think he looks to pressure him, take him down, get his back, and finish it by sub. So I'm playing the sub at, at, at almost 2-1 to one here. And Zay, just, just curious, because I know, obviously, it's a big difference here. 8-1, to KRT, DQ from Moicano. Sub is 2-1. to one. To win by finish, because I know sometimes I've been on the wrong side of I. You know, I think it's going to be a sub. It turns out to be a, a ground and pound TKO, KO scenario. Do you look to the win by finish prop, or do you go the specific method of victory? I think you can go specific method of victory, just because I think it's a little bit too wide. I mean, Moicano, like I mentioned, four rear naked chokes in his last five wins. Um, this is a guy that's just, when he gets you on the ground, he's going to finish you. And, and Dover has shown 
really, really poor submission defense in the past. So I think when you look at this fight on paper, for me, it screams Moicano sub. Yeah, there it is. So win by finish is plus $1.40, but the better price tag for Verzea there at plus $2 for Moicano to get it done via sub. I mentioned earlier in the program here, love the nicknames, obviously, when you get the Rude Boy against the King of Kung Fu in uh, Salikov against Randy Brown. And we understand why Randy is such a big favorite against Salikov here. Is there any dog action for the King of Kung Fu, or do you think it's one-way traffic with Rude Boy? You know, I, I like to take a chance here on the King of Kung Fu, to be honest with you. Uh, Muslim Salikov has been training in Vegas for the last three to four months. So he really took some time to shift everything over. He's training with, you know, Magomed Ankalaev and, you know, all those Russian guys down there in the apex with Ali Abdelaziz and that whole team. I think him training with the dominant MMA guys, getting down here, he, he's, he's a live underdog. When you look at what Randy Brown has done in the past, it's kind of coasting to decisions. He's had a couple split decision victories in the past. He dropped the loss to Jack Della Maddalena, who was able to piece him up on the feet. I think you have to take a chance at Salikov. I also like the over in this fight. Hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of feeling out, and uh, I think it's going to be a close decision here. If you like the King of Kung Fu and you like the over, you see it is juiced here, two and a half rounds to minus $1.60. To win via decision for Salikov would be plus five fifty. Do you like that prop scenario here? If you like the over and then he wins in the cards, do you think there's really a chance he gets it done in the back half of round number three? Yeah, so something I really never do is even, you know, sprinkle a little bit on split decision. Oh. Because I could see this being a controversial type of fight. So if you could get a split decision and you could just throw a couple dollars on there and then by decision as well, plus 550, I think it's really worth a look for Salikov. I think this is definitely a fight that goes a distance. And I think it's going to be a really closely contested fight here. Uh, that's all you want, right? You, you just want to see the judge. You want to see whoever's referring holding on to both arms and you don't hear right away unanimous. Then, you know, you get your split decision victories. And I'm picking up what you're putting down there. I want to ask you about it. I think she's still an interesting fighter in the meatball Molly McCann against Diane Balbita here. You know, when, when she fights over the at the the O2 in England, you know, Molly McCann seems to thrive with that home crowd. Now, no crowd. It's it's apex, very small crowd, I should say, very limited, obviously. And she's a big favorite against Belbita. Is she too big a favorite? Because it, it feels like not saying that the meatball doesn't have skill, but the nickname kind of implies what she is out there. She's minus two seventy eight against Diana. Is that too big a favor for you? I think it's priced about right. When, mm. when you look at Meatball Molly in the past, she struggles against grapplers, people that are able to take her down and, you know, get her back, finish her by submission. This is not that type of fight. Diana Belvita is a fight where she's going to stand with you. She's not going to have the ability to really take Meatball Molly down. This fight is kind of a, a makeup fight for Meatball Molly, I would say. Mm. A fight that gets her back into the winning category, gets her back into the mainstream media, and gets her back into the, you know, the picture of, hey, I'm Molly Meatball and I'm still a fighter. And, and, and it's a knockout fight written all over it for me. Yeah, so I, I like Meatball Molly by finish. You know, our, our esteemed producer, Britton Hez, always says, you know, think about why some fights are made, certainly. This feels like it could be in that category to get Molly McCann back out there in the spotlight. So look at the KO prop. Zaid, I, I like what you're saying there. I want to stay with the ladies here very quickly. Viviane Araujo against uh, Natalia Silva. Silva feels like she is ascending right now. Uh, certainly, Araujo should be stiff competition, but the odds makers don't see it that way. Silva, huge favorite at minus 340 against Araujo. Is this just, you know, I know we're both looking at 125 here, but it feels like a bigger and more powerful 125 in Silva against Araujo. Is this uh, all one-way traffic for you? 
you know, for me, honestly, I can't justify laying this type of price tag on Silva here at this stage in her career. I think Arujo is a very tough competitor, and this is a fight that could be closely contested. So if you told me to lay, you know, over three to one on Silva, I, it's a hard pass for me here. I, I think you have to go dogger pass. And for me, I'm just staying away from this fight completely. I want to ask you about uh, Ali Askab Kizriev. And Kizriev, he's been out, but when he's been in, only 2-0 and in his young UFC career, looks like he's got all the makings to be something in this division against uh, Mahmoud Muradov. And uh, Muradov, rather, is right now a small dog at plus $1.36. Uh, Kizriev is minus $1.62. Is Kizriev the real deal, or is he going to get tested in this one? I think he's the real deal, but let's not act like Muradov is is a type of fighter that could give him major, major problems. You know, he was closer to plus 170, plus 175 earlier in the week. Now I'm even seeing it come down to almost plus 115 mm. right now on Mahmoud. So a ton of sharp money has piled in on um, the dog here. But overall, I think both fighters are legit, and uh, Mahmoud here could give him a lot of problems. Zaid, great stuff as always. Can't wait to see you out here for Super Bowl week in Las Vegas. Cash tickets. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, brother. There he is, everybody. Zaid Hussein. When we come back, we're going to the nation's capital to catch up with Reed Kuhn. That's next here on First Strike. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. We are back on First Strike. Dave Ross here at Search Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And I said, as we we're going to break, that we're going to go to the nation's capital to catch up with the one and only Reed Kuhn. You can follow Reed as I do on X at Fightnomics. He is the author of a book of the same name. Reed is not in the nation's capital. America, can you see from the look behind Reed? I see beads. And Reed, that says to me, New Orleans. Are you down in the Big Easy? Big easy, man. It's a little early for Mardi Gras to be fully kicked off, but even on the way in, they're starting to set up the parade routes. Uh, it's probably going to kick off, get get more going this weekend, but here during the week for work, you know, just uh, getting around town. Now, I have never been one of the few American cities that I've always wanted a bucket list. I've never been to New Orleans. You are a cuisine guy, as we know. If you follow Reed as I do on X for every big fight card, you always have a, a nice dinner menu there. Do you? I know New Orleans. Like, what type of, are you going jambalaya? You, what are you doing for the food down there in the cuisine? Yeah, so far, I mean, you got to hit the beignets at Cafe du Monde, of course. Uh, the drinking scene is pretty pretty healthy, uh, as I saw on just a Monday night. A uh, pretty good party scene. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've tried some Creole gumbo, uh, a few local dishes today for lunch, and I got we got a lot in store for the week, so I'll, I'll let you know next week. You are a much more cultured man than I am. Have a hurricane. I heard those are fantastic as well. Let's get to the main event here, Reed, this Saturday out here in Las Vegas at Apex. And uh, again, when you look at uh, Imavov here against uh, Roman Delice, Nazardine is a small favorite, about, about $1.66, so a solid favorite, I should say. It feels like... The most of the experts we're talking to feel like Delite is live at plus a dollar forty. Is it the the smaller apex for a guy that wants to pressure Imavov? Do you like the dog side here? What are what are the data points telling you? Well, first of all, there is a big age differential, and Dolides is a live dog in the sense that he is a very hard hitter. So he has scored more knockdowns than Imamov. Um, both guys use a fairly reserved pace, but Dolides is definitely the slower striker. So that tells me early on, we might see a lot of staring at each other. Hmm. Uh, so don't expect a whole lot of fireworks in the first round, even though these are middleweights. Uh, but I think it's going to be Imamov with a little bit more volume. He's definitely more accurate. And I think that's going to play to his favor, uh, especially with the speed being the younger guy. So I think he might just be scoring more often. And Dolides historically does take damage. I mean, he, he gets hit on average more than he dishes out. And I think that will be the story here. Imamov just scoring a little bit more often. He's also more likely to go to the ground. Now, neither guy is super eager about wrestling. They both have good takedown defense. Again, I think that means that first ground is going to be a lot of testing each other out. But hopefully it's the pace, more frequent scoring for the favorite. That's why I'm leaning that side. It's not a huge play for me. I think I got bigger bets elsewhere on the card. You know, Reed, very quickly, uh, you mentioned stylistically what the numbers are showing you there. The total is sitting at two and a half for this potential five-round fight. 
I wonder if, if Roman, after the bitter taste of his mouth against the Marvin Vittori fight, where I think he felt like he, he won that fight, didn't get the decision to go, if he pressures even more. You mentioned the first round might be a staring contest. Does that lead you towards an overplay? And does the data point say we could get a late finish or more than likely it hits the cards? I think I do see it. I mean, both guys do have submissions as well. So it's, uh, I just don't see it spending a ton of time there. And if it is, I think it's Imamov. Um, but in terms of a knockout, all the threat is on the Delete side. And you're right, that Vittori fight, I think I might have actually taken a stab at the leads as a dog there. I can't imagine he would have been favored against Vittori. Um, so it's not like I'm undervaluing the leads. I've backed him in the past in victory and defeat. But it, again, it's just a slight edge to Imamov enough maybe to lay the juice, but I'm going to wait to see where that price lands. Yeah, I was certainly on Roman's side in that fight against Victoria, solid underdog uh, on that night and did not go our way, but that's how it goes sometimes when fights do hit the cards. On the co-main event, I don't think many people think it's going to hit the cards. Renato Moicano against Drew Dober. We know what style of fight Drew Dober wants to have. I mean, look, he's plus our 50, but plus our 70 to win by KOTK or DQ. So the, it's already implied that he's got one way to win this fight. Did the, the, the numbers back that up? Is this a live dog? Or do you think Renato is the, is the right side here according to the numbers? This is another close one. Yes, live dog because of that power. Nine knockdowns scored for Drew Dober. You you said it. This is That's the type of fight he wants. He wants to go in there swinging for the fences. The problem is that he's not particularly accurate and he gets hit a lot. So Moicano is the longer guy. I think, again, he's the one scoring the points. I do worry he has been dropped three times. So you could say he has the worst chin of the two and Dober also has more power. So if you are going to go that dog route, you probably want to take the prop with a knockout and get a lot more return on it. Lower probability, of course. Um, but again, I'm leaning towards this guy who's going to be a little bit more active and scoring points with his accuracy and better defense. And I think that wins in a three. Okay, we might have just lost Reed Kuhn down in the Big Easy. So I know Britton and Rob will attempt to get him back on the line here. Hey, sometimes those hurricanes can actually hit our and interfere with our, our system there. But very interesting point there, what he's saying about Moicano, that the numbers still bear out that the favorite at minus $1.80 should be the favorite there. So the Dober side, we've mentioned this again, and Reed just nailed it again, that if you like the Dober side with the power, play the plus $1.70 KOTK or DQ prop instead of the plus $1.50 because there does not seem to be uh, another pathway of victory for Dober. I believe we have read back uh, in New Orleans. I mentioned those hurricanes sometimes can knock out power. I think they just did there. Uh, but again, the, the numbers do bear out that the Moicano side, you think maybe potentially over that one and a half rounds here, minus $1.05, does he get it done later or earlier? I think if it's Moicano, I think he gets it done later. Um, yeah, I, I think Dober, it's either in the first round and a half or not at all. Let's get to the rude boy, Randy Brown, against uh, Musum Salakoff here, the king of Kung Fu. Uh, because when you look at Randy Brown, he is a big favorite in this one. And what intrigues me, Reed, is he's minus 250 to win the fight. But on, on the prop side, to win either by decision, KO, uh, TKO, or uh, by sub, all plus money. So do the numbers bear that you just weigh the big chalk here with Randy? Or do you think there's a, a clear pathway to victory for him? Yeah, first of all, these guys are going to look like they're in a different weight class. I mean, Randy Brown is huge for welterweight, absolutely huge. Uh, six foot three, 78 inch reach. He's going to have a huge advantage over Salikov. Um, and though Salikov per strike is the more powerful striker, 
Um, I don't know if he gets to close that distance with Randy Brown. He's very evasive. Uh, 80% head strike defense for Randy Brown is abnormally good. And I think it's because he has that range advantage. So there are fighters that have a long reach and they use it very well. John Jones is one of those people. Randy Brown is also one of those people. He's kind of like a miniature version of, of John Jones in terms of his frame. So he's just, he's hard to get to. I am concerned about Randy Brown's chin. Um, he has been dropped four times. He has a lower chin rating. I'm hoping that eight inch reach differential really comes into play here and he stays out of trouble. Now, in terms of a finish later in the fight, Brown does have knockdowns. He does have submissions. Salikov is pushing 40 years old. Mm. Uh, so to assume that he's going to be able to go through three rounds uh, with someone who's kind of picking him apart, both levels, I do see opportunity for a finish. Which one? I don't know. That could be just an inside the distance on the favorite to get a better price. I'll definitely back Randy Brown, lay the juice there. Maybe also sprinkle some on an inside the distance play. Plus 210 inside the distance for the rude boy, Randy Brown. Uh, let's get to Natalia Silva against Viviana Araujo. And it does feel like Silva right now. I mean, obviously a, a massive favorite. And I know you normally normally look at the age. And that age is kind of glaring here. Is that the telltale sign is why Silva is a minus 340 betting favorite? Got to be. I mean, I think the market has picked up that age is a big advantage. Ten-year age differential, that's very significant. Uh, so, Silva, I'm on her side here. She does strike very well. Uh, Rahu, you know, she uses a very slow pace. Even though she's accurate, it's just not enough volume. Silva throws more than twice the volume of Rahu. So, and, and she has excellent defense on top of that. So, like, who is getting hit every other second? It's going to be Rahu. So I definitely lean Silva there. Um, she has excellent takedown defense, 93%. Just, I think she's only been taken down once. Um, so that helps me defend on the fact that Vivian is more likely to initiate a ground game. I just don't know if she's going to get it there or get it there long enough to sway those rounds while she's getting picked apart on the feet. Yeah, maybe the next in the flyweight division could be uh, Natalia Silva. That is for sure. Let's stay with the ladies. The meatball is back. Molly McCann against uh, Diane Balbita. And we know that I always make mention, you know, McCann, when she fights over the O2 in England, feels like a different fighter over here. Apex, muted crowd, no crowd, really. But she's a big favorite. Is, it, is this a tailor-made fight for Molly McCann to kind of get back in the public eye? Yeah, her, her first of all, this is going to be a barn burner. Like, when you add up strikes per minute thrown, these two combined for 40 strike attempts per minute. Ooh. So, like, less than, or like, less than every two seconds, someone's throwing something. Um, the, the problem, one of the glaring things on here that sticks out is Belbita. Her defense is pretty poor. She's getting hit a lot, even though she has a long range, uh, a longer range than McCann. She's still getting hit a lot. And so that's a concern for Belbita. And McCann is very accurate. So even like if they want to get into a firefight, McCann loves that. And she's very crisp with her hands and her accuracy. So I think she's going to be landing more often. And she has at least two knockdown scores greater than one. Uh, for the other side. And McCann also is more likely to initiate wrestling. So I like the favorite here. By the way, under two and a half rounds, uh, he is plus $2. Reed, avoid those hurricanes, but go have a hurricane. Great to have Reed Kuhn joining us from New Orleans. Thanks for watching First Strike Cash from Tickets. We'll see you next week right here on Visa. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 